This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Fubar Radio and UN Women UK present a live 24 hour radio show. 24 hours. Coming up on the FUBAR Radio and UN Women UK 24-hour radio show. Lucy Spraggan. On the phone line right now, we've got singer-songwriter Lucy Spraggan. Do you know who I love musically and lyrically? I've just heard vibes on Adele Ray at the moment. Well, oh. I've loved her for years. Wow. And I just love how she is so... She's like an openly, just weirdly sexual... Mm. She just says what she wants to say. She's one of those women in the music industry that you know she just does what she wants. And that, for me, is, is, a, is a huge inspiration because you don't see that many women doing that. Lucy Spraggan, FUBAR Radio. Yeah, welcome back. This is FUBAR Radio. Um, we have joining us, um, well, still in the studio with us, I should say, um, Basma Khalifa. We've also got the last sceptic, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eartha Ponder. We've also got Amanda Starr. Yeah. Thank you guys for still staying with us. Me. <laughs> <laughs> More to the point. We got you, right? I feel <laughs> I really, really do. Um, this campaign is obviously... Um, very important, men and women working together. Uh, the He For She campaign. Remember, you can keep on donating to us. Um, text UNWN. Do you like how I'm not rapping now? I, I was mm. saying, did you want oh, the background music? Like, Rach, yeah. what do you want, babe? I, what do you want? Let me know. All you need to do is give me the thumbs up and I got you. We're That's giving fun. it, we're giving it, we're giving it. <laughs> yes. Do you want last guest <laughs> tick? Do you want to do? I'm not, I'm not a rapper. Oh, Come on, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Not this time. Next I'll time. come back at 5 a.m. and right. I'll do it. Cool. Again, that's legally binding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, just text UNWN, followed by the amount you would like to donate to 770. That would be fantastic. Um, Basma, how did you get into presenting? Oh, Interesting one. I've always been a, I've been a fashion stylist for as long as I can remember. Mm. And it, funnily enough, when I was at university and onwards, everyone always said to me, "You know, you should you should do that. You've got a really funny voice." And I was like, "Is that a compliment?" <laughs> or, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And then it went from being funny to being like, "You have a velvety voice." And I was like, "Oh, that's a better compliment. That's I'll nice. take velvet." That's so much nicer. Yeah. So. Um, so I kind of, when I went freelance, because I was at so many different magazines, I was sort of like at Vogue and Netta Porter and InStyle and ES. And after that sort of stint of assisting and being at magazines, I sort of thought, I'll go freelance. And I think the beauty of being freelance mm. is it allows you to sort of figure out actually what you want to do. And I will always be a stylist, but I think people started approaching me and sort of saying, you know, you should think, you should genuinely think about that. Yeah. Um, and it's just not a world that I know of or know anyone <laughs> in. So I was like, this is just like going into the dragon's den again like I don't yeah. know what I'm doing here but slowly it's taken me three and a half four years and I'm slowly now finding mm. my feet so it's taken a long time and I always think and I always say to people they're like oh you you have the connections and I was like I didn't and you just have to keep going mm. yeah, you I'm do. four years yeah. in and I, yeah, yeah I'm still going and mm. I'm, I'm literally at the beginning and I yeah. feel like I'm getting somewhere at the beginning now. Yeah. I yeah. think you always feel like that. I, yeah. I was saying earlier that it took me ages to be like, yeah, I'm a presenter. Yeah. Because you feel like you need to earn certain like points. You need to graft yeah. more. You need to hustle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think what's really weird as well is when you get... I'm so used to like hustling and when you get a job sometimes quite easily that's a weird thing because yeah. you're a bit like well yeah, I don't yeah. deserve this yeah, yeah. Yeah. where's the rejection yeah, yeah, yeah. like 
right. Yeah. I'm not taking I was trying to talk my, talk my way out of it. Because yes. I'm like, I don't believe this is real. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust that easily. Yeah. I don't trust <laughs> I don't at all. Um, the last skeptic, Colin, yeah. I should say. Um, how did you get into music? Why? Uh, um, I got in when I was I was super young. I was like 10, 11 years old mm. at school. Um, and I always loved music growing up from uh, my mom listening to like Holly near Janis Joplin. Like uh, she always played the piano. Like, me, you know, I, I knew that everyone in the house was in a good mood when she was playing the piano. So it was kind of, you know, a beautiful thing kind yeah. of growing up hearing that. And my dad just loving like heavy rock and, and jazz and, and everything. And so I just got into hip hop when I was like nine or 10 in school. So I grew up in Finsbury Park and and just hip hop was just everywhere <coughs> and um yeah so i just had to had to emulate it i wanted to be dre basically i wanted yeah. to make beats like dre since i was like 10 years old so you've always been so, cool then basically yeah, <laughs> you're 10 year old like that that's it yeah and so when i was in school i like i had lots of beef in school as you do when you're like in north london and then so <laughs> I, like, I would yeah, kind of just have to be in the in the music rooms all the time and i went to school with sway a rapper called sway whoa, he just taught whoa, me how to whoa, make whoa, beats whoa, whoa. so yeah so it kind of blossomed from there when I was a kid yeah um, and you know being a music producer it's a very male dominated industry yeah big say. time so it's, how do we change it you know I, I like to encourage because I think it's so important to encourage female artists and more importantly to encourage female producers because yeah. as, mm-hmm. as a you know you get a lot of female singers and stuff which I work with all the time um, and side note I think it's very important to provide a completely safe environment as a producer a male producer it can be quite I can imagine it'd be quite an intimidating thing for a singer or for a female artist to come into Mm -hmm. so I always just make sure that everyone feels cool as fuck and everyone's you know feels happy in in a welcoming environment to do so but I think I what I'm trying to do now is encourage as many female producers as possible so I went to uh, a school recently in uh, and and in, in Tottenham and just like helped show like a couple kids like how to, how to make beats uh, you know uh, like female you know how to, how to make beats and um, and even the the song that you just played by Rita who is my fabulous better half and um, she I she 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 basically produced that song I just kind of helped out at the end <laughs> and made put the drums in but she's an incredible producer and I think the environment that's provided for in, in the music industry mm. is this, this super technical thing production and engineering and mastering it's this world of dominated by geeky guys or you know that the women can't you know access when mm. in fact like it, it needs to be way more open and, and, and women need to be like encouraged by this misogynist side the misogynistic side of the industry to get involved in it yeah I, I, I think that's perfectly said and I think yeah. it is hard for women to break into a male dominated industry but do you see the change you, i mean is the change happening yeah, at the I moment yeah i think so i really think so and how I, can more women get involved would you say you know what i think it's I, what i've really loved seeing but it is uh women getting together and working together mm-hmm. so the one thing i'll always say to <coughs> artists that i work with is like find females that are within the industry that you get on with really on a personal level mm. And just like meet up and chat about music, Find just like, yeah, just like yeah, I used to do in record stores in yeah. super male environments. Just mm. like go and meet up, and it's not it's not my fight. It's not like something for mm. me to co-opt and say this is me. You know, this is all my fight. It's for me to be a supportive role and just go. Yep. You know, if you need <coughs> me, I'm here to support and encourage. But it's not it's not my for me to speak on with with any authority because I don't know the struggle. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know that, but I can at least show my support. You know, and um, but I definitely think 
providing a safe like safe environment and and super encouraging and making mm. it an, a total open uh playing field so that you know so that everyone can can be based on the merit of their productions you know Mm-hmm. I think it's Not to be, make this a Black Panther reference, but it should be like Wakanda. Wakanda! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like male and females. Do it, do are, it. They're yeah. like equal. Yes, I always exactly. say what's the amazing thing about that movie is literally yes. the women are allowed yeah. to be. We've not seen what? it. I know. I know. Oh, Sorry, we just got to go to a break. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? what? We're just going to kill transmission. I don't know what we're going to do with that. I almost. It was like it came out. I think you should take that back. I didn't think you. Heard oh, and then yes, I understand. Oh, oh, ouch! We heard. A West London oh, oh, forever. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But it is men forever. and women. That's what the he for yeah. she campaign is. Yeah. men and women working together, yeah. standing yeah. side yeah. by side. Yeah, and exactly. the thing about that—it's the underlining part of the movie was the fact that women were allowed to be who they are and be as yes. strong as they need to be, mm-hmm. and that men weren't threatened by it. That they were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you That's need to—you need to be our warriors, and you need to be on top, and we mm-hmm. will take your lead." See, Take the lead and we'll be behind yeah. you, and that needs to come into the real world. Not Definitely. Do you think we're a long mind. way off from that in the in the real world? Men, you know, it's about men and women, okay, working together. And do you think we can? Do you think we will find that gender equality? Um, I think big question. That's a big it's, question. Yeah. It's about taking the risk, and I, if yeah. you're willing to take the risk, then there can be change. But if people ain't willing to take mm-hmm. the risk, then it's about we're going to have to break down the doors and if we have to break down the doors we'll break them down but it's going to take us longer but really what we want is for people to recognise us in our own sense to say actually we know you're good enough we don't need you to prove we're going to give you that job without you doing 99 things and you're not going to hand it back like it's something weird because you are actually talented Mm -hmm. and you can actually believe in yourself that actually I am talented and I am meant to get it first time stop wasting my time let's get it done Yeah, Yeah. Um, because it's quite twofold isn't it like women need to believe in themselves Mm. believe in each other mm-hmm. and then like go for yeah. it. Yeah. You first yeah. have to have the self belief. Yeah, because yeah. I've just started managing a music artist, so I still obviously do the presenting and yeah. and stuff like that. But one of her main like things was that she was really happy that I was female because I think mm. all of her previous managers have been male. But yeah. I don't know whether or not. I guess because as females we we connect. You understand more. the struggle. You get yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. And I, as I said, it's all new for me. Like. Um, you know, my brother, my Stiggy, um, who, you know, is on FUBA. He's uh, <laughs> obviously a rapper, grew up, you know, and yeah. he did his thing. And I think, I, you know, obviously seeing the music kind of industry from his side. Like, I didn't think I would be doing it. Okay. And um, it's crazy because, like, for me in primary school, my teachers always used to say to me, oh, Amanda, you'll be a radio presenter because I've always had that tone. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, now it's like I've done radio, I do voiceovers. <laughs> She chats, chats. I do all of these different things, but it's it's funny c- coming into this into different sides of the music industry because it's like with the with now becoming a manager, I see that whole kind of male and female yeah. thing. So you, you can I mean? see whereas it quite prevalently. Yeah. Yes. Whereas before, like just me, as in presenting, I didn't. You know, like I said yeah. earlier, I didn't yeah. really see it. So it's I don't know. Like I really do hope we do get to a point. You know, in life, mm. I don't know when when it's. Everyone's just on the same level. And, yeah. and we don't have so, to do, do things I mean? like this. Yeah, yeah. like literally. Yeah. It's, like for me, I just feel like uh, it's boring. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's like, why do we have to keep talking about it? Why do we have to keep trying to 
keep the conversation Station, alive. Yeah, and you know, like even what you were saying, it's like it's only now that I sat here and I thought about it. It's like mm. for real, there's not that much female producers. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. But then on the other side, we have got, I don't know why I just thought of this, but we have got male and female, so they're separate. So if everyone's equal and everyone's yeah. doing the same thing, what makes us different? That's what, true. What makes we us different? We bring different things to the table yeah, yeah, than what men bring to the table. I, I think both need to be celebrated as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're... It's, it's celebrated as individuals. Yeah, that's so and true. And then as a team. It's funny, I always, I'm like, looking at that he for she thing, and I always mm. think there should definitely still be a she for she like yeah. I, I yes. am in a female dominated industry like fashion is completely yeah. female yeah you are aren't you and mm. I can see women who feel attacked by each other or feel like threatened by each other and there's a huge that's a huge issue in itself and I think women should be for women as well and also tackle he for she but tackle women against women like support each other mm. and, yeah. you know be all for one first are you mm. seeing that because I'm, I'm I have to admit I was quite and it's sad that I'm saying I was quite surprised by this, but um, the amount of kind of female presenters and people I respect in the industry that really wanted to come on the show. Yeah. And I don't, I shouldn't be surprised. Women should yeah. support other women. Yeah. But especially in the industry, yeah. I, I don't, you don't normally... You don't see, no, no. definitely no. not. There's a slight <laughs> rise with... Yeah, it's actually crazy. There's a yeah. slight rise with, I'd say, social media has created a slight rise in, like, fangirling each other, where you'd be like, oh, my God, did you see her? Mm. Did you see her? And that yeah. can help. I think, naturally, instinctively, women are a little bit more threatened by each other because it's like, oh, I really want to do that. I want to... So you, I personally look at things and think, oh, what's she done? She's amazing. Let me see how I can do that or emulate it. But I think a lot of women do look at each other and think, well, I... I just want to be her and she's taking there's only one spot and I can ha- mm. I need that spot mm. is, I'm just thinking is that because what's happened before so in, in so. history that's always yeah. been the way so even when they start getting confident start building yeah. themselves up there's mm. always this little thing in the back of the mind saying but it's, there's always got to be someone who's yeah. on top yeah, yeah, like yeah. We, we can't so everyone true. can't be equal like you say to your parents come on mum which one, which one of us is the favourite yeah. she's like no yeah. you're all but you're always like, like there must be one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. me. It's me. Yeah. We all know it's me. Yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Well, look. Annoyingly, um, I've got to say goodbye oh, to you, Corinne. I've got to say yeah. goodbye to you, Asma. I'm so so sorry. It's been so great to have you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having Thank Great you. time. Thank yeah. you so so much. Um, and we are going to take um just a little breather. Could play uh, recover by churches, but I'll be back in a few minutes' time. Of course, I'm going to be back. Going to be here for another seventeen hours. Um, so thank you again for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having Pleasure. us. That's all right. I'll see you Good luck. <laughs> thank you. In a few minutes' time. <laughs> That was the uh, fantastic Blondie, uh, one way or another. Welcome. This is Bar Radio, if you have just joined us. Um, I will be here for 24 uh, long live hours. If you're thinking, why? <laughs> I tell you, you're not the only one. Um, no, we are here um, for the He For She campaign. I shall be, you know, I'll, I'll give you a quick reason why we're here. So a couple of months ago, um, I was working for, for the UN and I uh, came across the He For She campaign and it was something I believe in quite passionately and very aware that not enough people are aware of the campaign. So I approached FUBA and um, I said, why don't we do something for it to raise awareness, to raise money? Why don't we do a 24-hour radio show live? And I can do the entire show and that way it can sponsor it and people 
will know more about it. And also, the UN have never done anything like this before. So that's how we find ourselves here. That's Ooh. how I find myself here. Um, but the he for she um, it invites men and boys to build on the work of the women's movement as equal partners, grafting and implementing a shared vision of gender equality. Um, it's men and women working side by side. That's the only way us women are going to get the equal rights that we that we so so deserve. Um, we want your support, though. We want your money. Uh, so do text. <laughs> <laughs> I want your money. No, do text UNWN followed by the amount you want to donate to 70070. That's 770. And we've got some more guests in the studio. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got Tiggy Hawk, singer songwriter. Welcome. Woo. Woo. Thank you for having Woo. me. Um, and we've got Sarah Chu, playwright. Welcome. Woo. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. I was going to bring you some Red Bull. Maybe I should have done. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, woulda. Well, it's a situation now. Uh, it's, it's all right. I, I've had a gift of wine, so I feel like I'm winning. Yeah, you Ooh, are. That's a risky. Yeah, that's I know. A, that's a slippery slope. It's so anyway. risky. So risky. Um, well, um, and also, yes, we've got um, Amanda and Arthur here who are looking, you're looking after me very, very well. Yes, yeah. girl, we got you. My teacher nature. <laughs> yeah, you got up at what time this morning? I'm st- I don't know. You don't even know what day <laughs> are we on. I don't know what it's day half we're time. on. I don't know where I am. <laughs> no, I don't know. You don't need to. That doesn't matter. You're right here with me. Um, Tiggy, tell us, um, tell us first of all about your music, your style of music for our listeners. I ba- I write electropop music and uh, everything is from my own experience. So because I just I literally I can't I can't write if it's not me. I I can't pretend to know what anyone else is going through. So I can only share my own stories. Um, so my my most, most recent song is actually very, it's actually very uh, in in sync with this with this movement, which mm-hmm. is why I feel so strongly about it. It's written from my own experience, but I, I I wouldn't have been able to write it without being inspired by it. all the the hundreds of people, hundreds thousands of people mm-hmm. who've come forward and been so brave to talk about their own stories, because that. That kind of courage is is the is the only way to kickstart things like this, and I can like hands down say that you know without them, I wouldn't have been able to talk about my experiences and even to release this song. Mm. Um, and that to me, I mean, like it was last Friday. Last Friday, I was a wreck. Like mm. I, I was, I was <laughs> kind of you know like when you're refreshing, being like, oh god, oh god, what's yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it even live? Oh god. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I I've never been happier to be proved wrong in my entire life. Yeah. Honestly, the the response was amazing. Obviously, yeah, you get the one, the couple of people who are. Uh, have this strong, strongly opinionated in the other direction, mm-hmm. um, but you know what? It, I, I kind of thought that would really upset me, and I, I, I steeled myself for it. And I read it. I was like, Ashley, like, you are the reason that I feel yeah. like I feel that I have to do this, mm-hmm. and I feel so, so empowered to do it. So instead of just feeling like, oh God, you know, I feel, I feel awful. I feel, I feel diminished. I was just like, you're just. Like putting wood on the fire, son. Keep going. It's such like. an amazing place to be, though. Like you say, you feel empowered. You feel strong. Don't Absolutely, you? yeah. And I, but that said, I can't. I can't say that I would. I felt this strong a couple of years ago. That's a. It, I can't because I didn't. And yeah. it's it's definitely been like a process of kind of 
becoming more confident with myself and also having support from from men and women around me yeah. um, because I'm very lucky to have an amazing support circle of, of you know, men and women and, and everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. That's why I completely agree with you when you say that men and women working together, yes. there is no mm-hmm. way that, you know, I mean, we can push as hard as we want, mm. but we need to work together. There's no way forward. And I think equality is what a lot of a lot of people kind of miss out in the whole kind of feminist statement. Yes, I agree. It's not about one being better than the other. It is no. literally that one We're word. We're not better than men, men are better oh, than God, us. No, exactly. Mm. But none, neither of us could exist without the other. Yeah. It's ridiculous when people are like, oh, you're a feminist. Oh, you, mm. hate, you hate men. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate half the world's population. Good one, yeah. guys. Yeah. 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 Really that's, good a, that's a sweeping statement, yes. like, if yeah. I ever heard one. You get so, it, though, I mean, yeah. But, but you do, you know, when you start saying, you know, I'm a feminist, they're like, oh, you should, don't shave your legs then. I was like, well, feel these su- silky smooth. <laughs> you know, please. Do not fill these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't fill them. I shaved them especially for today. Ouch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been married for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So you say that, but I'm single, then mine is the same. <laughs> Effort, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Too much I mean, effort. It is effort. It is effort. <laughs> it is. Jeans for jeans. Um, have you found that? And I've. Jeans for jeans. Sorry. Very true. Um, with the with the Me Too campaign, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of my male friends be very shocked with the amount of females that have had either sexual harassment, sexual abuse on whatever spectrum yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Do you find as well that people are people are shocked? Yeah, and the kind of, it's like an air of disbelief. And I think that's what makes it quite, that's what kind of people have been a little bit reserved about is like, well, surely this can't be the sheer number of people that actually have been affected. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been trying to tell you this all along. Um, and it's, it's, it's mad. And if you, I mean, I've, I don't know the number, but I can imagine it's immense. The amount of people who've come mm-hmm. forward with that, like with the hashtag yeah. and telling their stories. Uh, men and women, actually. And it's like, well, you know, yeah, we all knew there was a problem. Mm. But look at this yes. problem, man. Look how big this problem mm. is. And there is no way that it, it can, like, be left like this. No. You know, at all. And, you know, it's really interesting because when, you know, when, when I was writing the song, I was actually called me too because I wanted to make it as painfully obvious as possible. Yeah, I like, like that. I this like is it. what it's about. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't want to make it like, you know, okay, this is your fault, this is your fault, mm. blah, blah. So I was like, okay, so there are a couple of people and, you know, like, you just want to know if, if, I, if you see these people and you're like, what would your mom think yeah, about what you're point. doing about yeah. it? So one of the main lines of the song is what would your mama say? And your mama would say, me, me too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure your mom has experienced very similar things. And how do you feel about that, huh? And then how do you feel about, you know, doing what you're doing, knowing that someone's done that to your mom? Yeah. And what would she think about you? It's, 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 it's education. It's, it's educating. A, I, I wanted it to be thought-provoking, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of challenge what, peop- what is meant to be normal. Yeah. Because it's, you Good. know, yeah. enough with that, you know, um... And yeah, I just, I feel so empowered having released it. But but 
on Thursday night. No, no, I was not. I was a wreck. I know, honestly, like I was shaking. I was talking to the cat. I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) 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 He had no answers for me, as usual. (sighs) What an answer. For a shock. Um, (laughs) Surprise. Um, But and also, uh, Sarah Chu, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Um, Sarah Chu, you're a playwright. Tell us about um, the latest play that you've written. So I'm working at the moment on a play called Lipstick, A Fairy Tale of Modern Iran, which is, I was in Iran during the failed Green Uprising of 2009-2010, and a lot of people, like at the time a lot of people were asking me kind of, you know, there there were terrorist incursions and there there was a lot of street violence, and it was still the stories of the women that I met that were the ones that absolutely got me to my to my centre, whether or not they were anything to do with the revolution mm. that, that was going on, and the number of actresses that I've worked with who've been subjected to so-called corrective whippings and horrendous human rights incursions in prison. Um, and so I've written a play about it, which is interesting, talking about the, the Me Too campaign and a lot of women coming forward and telling very different types of stories. Mm. And what I was interested in is what we do with the women who, for whatever reasons of censorship or language or whatever kind of cultural entitlement, can't come forward and tell their yeah. stories. Mm. And how do you tell those without take, without letting your own privilege as someone who's entitled to tell that story alter that story? So mm. that's, the, that's the sort of thing I'm working on. That's incredible. And so complex as well. It feels like a lot of juggling, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess well, what is what is the answer? Those women that don't have voices, I guess they do depend on us that do have a voice and a platform. I th- I think I th- I'm still working on the place. Yeah. So I think I think that it comes down to always acknowledging where your privilege is to be able to carry a story for somebody else, and taking that as carrying somebody else's story rather than. In- Incorporating it into your into your own, yeah, yeah, and the I mean the Me Too. One of the things that I've been sort of interested in with the Me Too campaign was I've I've had some really really brilliant experiences of men and women talking about what what they've learned from it, mm. and some people going, well, why are you talking about somebody whose ass has been touched when somebody else has been raped? I was going, no, everybody has these experiences. They're not the same. Some of them are less bad than others. Some of them are more intense than others. But if it some, affects a if person, it affects a person. Yeah. it's the thing. Yes, I agree. Um, mm. Yeah, and I think what we can do if we are carrying stories for others who are not in a position at this point to be able to do it mm. is just think about that relativity of not being afraid empathetically to go. What is my way in to imagining what that must feel like, while also going. And I also don't know what it feels like, but I but I can acknowledge that I've had this thing that yes. helps me imagine it. Um, Eartha, you work with um, children. How how can we reach out to that generation? It's very important, isn't it, to, for all of this to start from down here. How do you? Definitely, I think it's really important that they have the exposure to what's going on, but obviously censored um, in regards to how it's how it's delivered. But one thing that I was kind of thinking about whilst you was talking about obviously the experiences that you've seen and you've heard from other people is what were their experiences before? Because they might have thought it was normal yes. to do that. So it's they're true, only though. doing yes. what they know as the Learned norm. Learned behaviour. Learned behaviour. Yeah. So, and then I was thinking the amount of the numbers, the sheer numbers of people that have committed these crimes or these offences, mm. 
do we punish everyone or do we just draw a line and say this is the expectation because otherwise mm. it's the, the numbers are so it are in masses so in regard what do we do does how do we go back is it going to make any difference by going back and punishing them or do we look at rehabilitating them and saying actually did you realise someone mm, done this yeah. to your mum and going forward, this is the this impact is that it right. has? I mean, so I, I, I had a really interesting talk with someone from UNICEF yesterday. I've, I love the work they do. I think they are mm. incredible. And they, they have a new um, kind of initiative called GIFT, which is uh, predominantly for uh, women and, and girls in uh, developing countries where that is, you know, the, the cultural norm is something that, you know, we would look at and say, well, no. No, no, that's not right. But then it's like, okay, well, child marriage is a thing. We're like, no, it's not a thing. Mm. But, you know, and they've stopped 25 million child marriages. And I think that's amazing. Wow. But wow. what they're, what they're saying there's is... There's that many going on. That's I know. It's because it's, it's the norm, though. That's yeah, exactly that's, what and it's, it's, they don't think they're doing anything they wrong. Think doing exactly. Wrong. And it's, so it's exactly that. And they were saying, you know, um, education. Yes from the very bottom mm -hmm. is the way forward. And I completely agree. I mean, mm -hmm. I know I can also acknowledge that, you know, at, from my own experience, like, justice is part of a healing process as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not sure, I don't have any answers. It's <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's, you can see it from both sides, mm -hmm. but I, I completely agree that, you know, education for for young girls, young boys, and even rehabilitation for people who, who you know who have grown up with this being like a regular thing mm. that this is our way forward and it's not kind of you know aggressive and it's not patronizing or anything like that at all it's just kind of you know sharing what we have what we know and what we have found with each other yeah 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 i think justice has to go hand in hand with forgiveness as well because mm. someone could get justice but then they can't forgive so they still have this anger or this resentment so mm -hmm. they still even after the person has been punished they still can't let go so it's right. got to be close yes. that door mm -hmm. there's been justice so you've had that conversation that mediation they know now going forward this is how it should be and then You're for right. you to get some sort of closure and to be able to move yeah. on to say and I, when I, yeah when, I mean when, I, when we're saying justice I don't mean kind of you know like Kind of, kind of criminal justice mm -hmm. kind of kind of thing but you you are exactly right and and yeah that to learn to forgive is um i think that's something that mm. a lot of us have had to do as a story I, i'm a storyteller who tells who tells and carries a lot of women's stories and i think one of the things that is interesting with stories around women and feminism is where is the place in storytelling and art for women's rage where are we allowed to express our anger because we're told to go from justice to forgiveness. And there is a stage of rage along the way. And we're very often told from tiny, tiny children that mm. that's not feminine, that's not what we're meant to do, that's wrong if we express those things, that's dangerous if we express that's those like, things. And again, what um, the UN does and with the He For She campaign, um, like with fairy tales, mm. that you know we all want the men to come and rescue us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And I actually didn't really think about all of that. And then you think, yeah, of course, that's all the fairy tales you know you're yeah. knighting shining armour you know but what's that going to do when you're growing up that you need someone to come and rescue you from a yeah. situation you can't rescue yourself we don't have fairy tales where the girl who has had something atrocious happen to her shouts at someone and then does something about it yeah and those mm -hmm. are the fairy tales that we need to build for our for our girls so if you look at it as the if i don't know on a kind of volume scale um 
you're at the bottom and it's nice and quiet and you're in the perfect environment and then this awful thing happens mm. to you and you, you've got it locked up. Obviously, the process should be you get that chance to scream and shout mm. so it goes up to the highest volume and, and then, and then yeah. the recovery stages, yeah. you coming back down, so screaming, shouting, getting lower and lower and then you're back to your norm and where your your ideal place in a sense so mm. I think there has to be that kind of trajectory in regards to volume and expressing yourselves but yeah it, for everyone that's going to look a different totally way different. it might be physical it mm. might be verbal mm. it mm. might be, it might be acting or kinesthetic mm. something like that but I think everyone expresses themselves in a different way and it's about getting back to yeah. what yeah. you class as your norm yeah. um, in order to move forward personally I like boxing yeah. so <laughs> you like that's so I like get rid of my rage Stick a picture on the bag and yeah. let me go man let me just go at it <laughs> but it is all about releasing and finding that which is probably why sports it's very, very good for young, young, young women, young girls to release maybe certain tensions. And it is absolutely. Math. Luckily for me, I just love sport because, mm. to be honest, I got, first got involved in football because I was in the playground at about age eight. The boys were playing football and I wanted to play and they said no. Well, I'm one of eight siblings and it's dog oh, eat dog. Yeah. So <laughs> no, it's yeah, like, that, yeah. I don't, that's like now it's basically yeah. an invitation. No, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Let, 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 let's battle it out almost. Yeah. Like, let's, let's do this. Let's. So it was okay. No, but I'm going to stand in the middle of the pitch and that means no one's going to play. So I'm either I'm going to play or no one's going to play. Yeah. So they ended up saying you can go and go. Fine, compromise. I'll go and go. It means yeah. I'm still playing. Yeah. They were blasting the ball as hard as they can to, to, to make sure that I, I had the worst time. But then I got, I'm used to dodging punches, so it's fine. I've got brothers. So yeah. <laughs> I, re I got really, really good in goal after a period of time. Um, my mum didn't like it because my skirts kept getting ripped. And, well, well, that's another topic. But um, <laughs> then, I, then I kept saving the shots. That yeah. means they weren't scoring. So now they were getting upset. So I was allowed on the pitch now. Because finally. Finally, wow. because I, they couldn't score. So yeah. now I was allowed on the pitch. Um, I can't even remember what I was even talking about. What was I even talking about? I've gone on to, what was the question again? No, but this is good. This is good. I How, forgot what um, the even question was young about. Young girls in sport. Young, young girls in sport. sport. So yeah, so for me, it's really sport is really important anyway. And mm. the sad thing about it, and it's something I'm quite passionate about, is once we get to puberty, Girls mm. start getting a bit more body conscious and yeah. start getting this the old Snapchat. This is when you stopped. And yeah. um, for me, I just never, ever realised why girls didn't have a sports bra in school. So this is a campaign I'm really keen about, for sports bras to be part of a school uniform. Because if, you've, if you don't have That's to think about idea. things That's bouncing cool. and jumping around and you just crack on with playing sport... We don't lose that yeah. participation and if you look at all the statistics, all the research, girls are body image, they don't like boys watching them and they feel uncomfortable but when you've got a good sports bra and I know about a good sports bra <laughs> oh, um, yeah. my girl yeah, the rest is almost like it's history, you just carry on playing but because they're still wearing these push up bras or, oh, or yeah. even some of them are still crop tops um, like that, that they think that's a sports bra the ones you just chuck over your head they're like yeah and I'm like Lady, yeah. you're a D. Yeah. Like this, this that ain't, ain't no crop top, babe. This, yeah. this, this, ain't, this ain't a crop top, babe. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. need, you need some underwire or something. Yeah, going look, on look, here, even I don't use yeah, a crop top. Yeah. 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 yeah, you need a bit more than that. So, um, yeah, so it's about them having a good sports bra. But then you look about the areas and the kind of 
financial situation especially in the London mm-hmm. I had one student say miss I'd love to have a sports bra but £30 for a sports bra the, my mum's going to a food bank I don't think she's going to be yeah. giving me a giving me money for a sports bra so wow. I might not pick to do juice SEP I might pick something else because oh, wow. what a waste because I can't oh, get man. the right equipment to no make me do what I need and it, it's literally families are fighting against a sports bra or food or light or gas and this this is this is the reality that we deal yeah. with um yeah. on a day-to-day basis and maybe I, i'm a lucky i came in a time where i didn't have a sports bra but my mum's maternity bra would have to do that's, that's <laughs> what it was i'm just keeping it real just let's do it so uh, I had the crop top on top of the maternity bra and it worked for me. So <laughs> it worked for me, but for some people, it, it's it not for them. The maternity bra is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, as a writer, have you come across sexism? Yes. <laughs> as, a woman, as a woman, have you come across sexism? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about it in, in, in your eyes. What you've experienced. I think people often are people often approach you as can you find as, as, as what's the woman's story in this? And I mostly do tell women's stories, mm. but in the last let me think in the last two years, I have done um, I have been commissioned to do plays about um, classroom sexual misconduct. I have been commissioned to do a play about FGM I have done a play about women in Iran I have and I I, not that I don't want to do these I really really care about these stories Mm. but it does get a bit boring or a bit frustrating when people go oh you can do the women's things and then we'll go off and tell the other stories and the, the the sense of story being I mean what it goes back to what you're saying what we were all saying about about fairy tales and about the importance of having universal narratives mm-hmm. that are not necessarily gender specific yeah that is yeah. once upon a time there was a hero slash heroine mm-hmm. that wanted to do a thing and some stuff happened and then they did it at the end and we <laughs> don't have those like very often I mean I don't think that would be a very successful fairy tale <laughs> very successful <laughs> you know, fairy tale open it up a little bit interpretation yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, bedtime was, stories would be very short <laughs> there was very somebody short. had some mummy's had a long day yeah, yeah. she yeah. did some things and yeah cool yeah. Yeah. but yeah. 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 but also with fairy tales it's yeah. always like the beautiful one is the one that finds that yeah. it's and oh, again yeah. then we are very aware about our looks mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. boys fairy tales there's a boy who has a problem and he goes out into the world and he sorts it out and then it's okay. Mm-hmm. In girls' fairy tales, there's a girl who has a problem and she's really pretty and she's really sad and then somebody else comes in and sorts her life out for her. Pretty much. And we need the to not tell tale. those stories. Yeah. We need to tell other we need to offer stories where boys are allowed to have emotional intelligence to fix oh. their problems. Absolutely. And girls are allowed to do stuff to fix their problems. It's literally so it's a bit of both, isn't yeah. it? Because yeah. I agree. It's yeah. like, you know, with men being all, like, have it, thinking they have mm. to be all macho and, and then like... And no one to talk to, no yeah. one to show... You know, the mental health thing for, for, yeah. for boys yeah. and men is yeah. a huge, yeah. huge, huge thing. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it, it goes hand in hand mm. with, you know, um, like, what, you know, what you were saying about people feeling so self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how can we not? With all the images and all the things that are shoved in front of our faces, you know, oh, if you're pretty, something will, you know, someone will come and help you. It's like, the w- yeah. all right, well, yeah. yeah. The what w- about the rest of us? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's all, you know, all the supermodel, amazing mm. women who work. Then they're 
I was going to say something else. They work their socks off. Oh, you can swear on here. It's absolutely fine. They work their nuts off. <laughs> and that's great, you know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, you they know. Nuts, balls, anything, baby. But then you got me. I'm who, here for like, a while. <laughs> I'll be I think it's going to get worse as it goes oh, on. Huh? I'm going to get the tote. I'm lowering it. Yeah. <laughs> Go all the way down there. I am. But then you've got, like, people, you know, you know uh, people who are just like me. I love a good cookie, man. You know, hand in the cookie jar the whole time. I mean, who's going to come and help me out? No, no one. That's why we just got to get on and do it. The cookie's not going to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> from the inside, uh, they do. Might, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, you know, we've actually got some tweets from our guests. Um, Jack Berry, he's uh, tweeted, thanks so much for having us. Pleasure, treasure. And, and Franco Fraze, love you, ladies. No, oh. he's not from Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. <laughs> love you, ladies. Keep smashing that radio out. 17 hours to go. You're basically on the home straight. I was kind of good. I mean, I, <laughs> I think we need to wrap that next time. <laughs> in, the oh, in the accent. Yeah. In the accent. Um, now, uh, remember, if you want to um, donate, all money donated is going towards changing the reality for women and girls globally. It's all for the He For She campaign. Text UNWN, followed by the amount you want to donate to 770. Um, the He For She campaign is what we have been talking about, gender equality um, as well, which is so, so important. Um, very interesting. With um, kids at school, do the girls and boys um, do sports together? Are some Do some... Like girls do certain sports like I remember back in the day I think only girls did dancing back in my day very old or or netball do you get that at school still? so um, interesting I'd done a a student survey just to find out what they wanted to do because we've Mm. gone from a single sex school to a mixed school um, and we have a high Muslim cohort so sometimes it could be a bit of an issue and the feedback was they want to have separate lessons. So that's what we've done okay. in regards to getting yeah. participation. But in regards to what they actually do, there is no kind of boundaries in regards to girls do this and boys do that. In my GCSE class, it's mixed because okay. they've chosen yes. to do it and they want to do it. And when we actually had our Ofsted come in, she was absolutely blown away. The girls were absolutely awesome. smashing the boys, doing football, tackling, no holding back, wow. little bit of hair showing from the hijab. They weren't, they weren't, they <laughs> oh, weren't yeah. holding back. They were going in. They were like, this is what we do. That's so and, we do and we do it the way that we do it. Yeah. So, and for GCSEP, we've seen a high intake of boys actually getting moderated on netball. That is absolutely massive most of the schools boys doing netball for their moderation wow so 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 good so so good um we are gonna have to go very shortly but sarah tell us about uh, the dates of your play so the play is so lipstick a fairy tale of modern iran is at the omnibus theater in clapham on the 16th and 17th of march it's part of a festival called beyond borders that is looking at women and the hardening of borders and the increase of nationalism and what that is doing to us as women and what we can do to challenge it. So there's all sorts of things from the 13th this Tuesday to this Saturday the 17th. Amazing. Come on. So amazing. Tiggy, um, um, are we going to see you um, perform live soon? Any dates coming up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 22nd is my next one, 22nd March. Uh, birthdays in Dalston. I would love to see you guys there. And I Done. will be singing Me Too. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Guess yes. who's going? Me too. Oh. Yay! 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 
You should hear the jokes my dad makes. Don't. He's like, he's like, oh, you want to, you want to go to that joke? Me too. Dad joke. That's all I got there. Dad joke. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Guys, we're going to be back in a few minutes' time. Thank you so so much, everyone. So far, we're going to be playing now. Paris is burning by Lady Hawk. Enjoy. <laughs> 